This episode of Internet Today is brought to you by Honey. The meta over on live streaming website Twitch.tv sure has changed over the past few years. And I guess we should start by briefly explaining what the hell meta means in this context. It's used the same way you would use it in the world of video games. The meta is essentially whatever the most current, most effective strategy for success is. Mm -hmm. So in a game, it might be a certain play style, item or weapon loadout, uh, team composition, and so on. In the world of Twitch, the term is used similarly to represent whatever the current strategy is for winning on the platform, where winning is getting the highest number of viewers and subscribers. Now, is that a boring enough explanation for you? Yes. Good, because that's exactly what we're talking about. The Twitch meta has evolved over the years from a direct reference to the popularity of certain games and just how streamers are interacting with them, like Among Us and GTA role-playing, for example. Those are easy to spot because it's a reactionary choice based on the popularity of a game or the streamer playing them. Mm -hmm. This has a snowball effect, which results in everyone focusing on streaming one particular game. It makes for a very boring website. Uh, yeah. Uh, with the addition of the just chatting section of Twitch, though, which takes the focus away from video games, new metas have peaked in popularity before being cast aside for the next best thing. Uh, IRL streaming was massive for a while. Basically, someone streaming just going outside of their homes or to events and just broadcasting every moment and... In a lot of cases, annoying the shit out of every person they encountered along the way. Yes, this was uh, popular, the IRL streaming. It was popular not only because anything could happen, but also because some of those streamers would specifically put themselves in situations and scenarios where something definitely was going to happen. Or they would just outright antagonize people or use pranks to get the reaction that they were looking for. Uh, also, just going to events where other popular streamers would be and catch them off guard by live streaming something that people think they're being, uh, they're in a private scenario and having the world watch them as if it's a zoo. Yeah. But uh, as you're probably aware, the Twitch metas have continued to evolve and have been shaped through spikes in viewership towards getting as close as humanly possible to just outright breaking the website's community guideline rules regarding sexuality without actually doing so in most cases. Mm -hmm. Body painting, yoga, pole dancing, and so on have caused Twitch to constantly fine-tune its community guidelines. And while each new meta has resulted in very public PR reactions from the Twitch community and Twitch itself, none has garnered as much attention as the hot tub streams, which consisted of streamers sitting in hot tubs or kiddie pools in their bikinis or swimsuits and just chatting with viewers. Because wearing a bikini on a stream, that's a no-no. Because that's swimwear. Yeah. So if you're swimming... It's fine. It's fine. Yes. That's what you would wear if you were swimming. Yeah. Bikini plus water equals yeah. completely fine. It's basically the Summer Olympics. Yeah. I don't see what the big deal is. Yeah. If those are on NBC. What's wrong? Yeah. So yeah, this hot tub meta quickly became an extremely popular and widely discussed topic when it initially gained popularity in late 2020, early 2021. Viewers, including many of the platform's biggest streamers, have argued that these metas are clearly sexual in nature and purposefully exploiting loopholes in order to increase viewership. Basically, to turn Twitch into a cam site, which could result in a drop in advertising revenue, uh, the same way that YouTube has dealt with numerous adpocalypses of their own in the past. Uh, whether the most outspoken critics of these metas actually care about the financial stability of a website owned by Amazon or are simply upset that these whammon are making large amounts of money easily off of horny young viewers by simply sitting in a pool of water that's up for debate. Yes. You can debate that yourself down there in the comments. <laughs> yeah. But nevertheless, Twitch is accessible to anyone 13 years of age or older and has it has to set and enforce guidelines in terms of service in order to continue to operate. So they've had to grit their teeth 
to both acknowledge and react to what is clearly intentionally testing those limits. But they they have to do it without coming off as sexist. Or, or yeah, I, 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 it's I, a real tightrope they have to walk. I have no idea, but I imagine the general vibe at Twitch every day is just, oh god damn it, we have to we we have to say something or do something, but we can't do yeah. something the wrong way because then we look terrible. But if we don't go hard enough in this direction, then we look complicit and also, oh God, it just seems like a very frustrating yeah. working environment. If we ban all these hot tub streamers, there won't be any women left in our top like 50 streamers <laughs> yeah. at all. And that's going to look even worse. Also, these are pulling in massive amounts of views. Yeah. So the hot tub meta resulted in a statement from Twitch and the creation of its own category on the site, literally called pools, hot tubs, and beaches. Oh, which, lovely. Yeah, would make it easier for advertisers to avoid uh, that if they specifically wanted to, but also allow the streamers to continue producing that type of content so long as their attire doesn't actually violate its guidelines. Essentially, no nipples, no dicks, no balls. No vaginas or buttholes or uh, any specific intentional focus on those regions for the purpose of sexualization. Again, what if you drop something? Sexualization is open to interpretation. Yeah. Uh, also, there's been bans resulting in um, uh, the term that was made famous in the early 2000s, a wardrobe malfunction. There's been a few of those, yeah. Yeah, uh, but but they also said that they aren't going to ban people just because others find them sexy as hell. From their blog post back in May about this, while we have guidelines about sexually suggestive content, being found to be sexy by others is not against our rules. And Twitch will not take enforcement action against women or anyone on our service for their perceived attractiveness. <laughs> and that, quote, our intention with the sexually suggestive policy was to draw a line on content that is overtly or explicitly sexually suggestive, not to ban all content that could be viewed as sexually suggestive, but we acknowledge that our rules are not as clear as they could be. Yeah, and this, I mean... Look, they're hot. We're not going to ban anyone for being hot as hell. Like, uh, you know, many uh, sort of just any anything involving gamers. This is a very hot topic. A lot of people have very strong opinions. But, I mean, there is a spectrum. There, there are streamers who I think are very obviously uh, doing a cam show. Yes. And then there's other female streamers who uh, ju just happen to have won the genetic lottery when it comes to... Uh, certain aspects of their body. And want and, to be comfortable and, uh, <laughs> and uh, are drawing attention yeah. to it. But yeah, it, it's, it's hard it's not to... Fair uh, to them. It's hard to look at very clear-cut examples and be like, nah, that's fine. Yeah. So... Yeah, but then, I mean, you have a lot of other female streamers and people get mad at them for just, like... Existing? Ha having breasts. Yeah. And, like, not even... You know, like, what do you, you want them to wear, like, a fucking Ruth Bader Ginsburg smock the whole yeah. time? Turtlenecks. A fucking burka? Turtlenecks Come the on. entire time. I mean, but I, I find turtlenecks very uh, attractive. It's a great look on men and women. Yeah, the tactical so, turtleneck is very, very sexy. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, up to interpretation. But, yes, there are very clear-cut uh, examples of one way or the other. And the problem with a lot of this is, like, what are the intentions behind the people that are complaining? That is a, another thing that weighs into the whole debate because of uh, just how things have gone over the past and, decade. And based on that lawsuit, that amazing, hilarious lawsuit that we talked about about a year ago, yeah. I think a lot of the same people who are most loudly against uh, these uh, sexy streamer girls happen to probably be members of those streamers' audiences. Yeah. And uh, they just hate themselves for it. They're just jacking it raw and being like, why did you do it again? Why did you do it? Why did she make me do it again? I just want to watch video games. I came on Twitch to watch video games, and then she had to be hot. 
God damn it! The post nut clarity is a serious yeah. beast. Oh, I'm so pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So the IRL meta on Twitch continues to evolve, and with at least some form of clearly defined rules in place regarding hot tub streaming, it appears as though streamers have decided to see what rules they could take to their absolute limits next. Yes, you have to move on now. Yeah. Now that the hot, they've already made their statement about hot tub streams. Uh, that's boring. We have to move on and figure out what the yeah. next best thing is. What's the next rule we can make the Twitch higher-ups regret? Yeah. Not, not wording they're, differently. You know, technically, they're out there beta testing the limits. They are. They're, uh, they're pen testing. Yes, exactly. They're white hat uh, female yeah. streamers. Um, so, yeah. So, this has now... We've moved on from hot tubs to uh, seeing what we can do with the ASMR meta. Mm -hmm. And what appears to be... The act that has finally crossed the line within the a ASMR meta on Twitch. I hate this. It's literally farting into the microphone for the sexual gratification of the sickos who happen to be <laughs> happen to be watching that stream. Which, again, I mean, hard to define. If that's the reason, I mean, farts are also very funny. Yes, they're comedic in nature. Are farts legal on Twitch for comedic purposes? What if it's a fake fart? You people have soundboards. What's the difference? Yeah. What if it's an accident? Will they only be banned if people seem aroused by? The farts in the chat? Will anyone whose microphone happens to pick up the audio of an extremely natural and everyday uh, act of flatulence be banned? Depends on what the emotes show. If it's, we don't know. If it's Bible thump, no ban. Everyone's just, yeah. you know, very, we'll let it pass, but it's I mean, this gross. is the Supreme Court decades ago. Even they had to basically say, listen, pornography is impossible to define. You, you know it when you see it. We are the highest court in the land, and even we can't be bothered to yeah. actually nail down what this is. So you, so you expect Twitch to be able to do that? Come on. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so this raises a lot of questions about uh, farts, different kinds of farts. And ASMR in general. The in motives which... behind the farts, the responses to the farts. Because with ASMR, farting aside, ASMR uh, can be, regardless of the intention, arousing for a lot of people. I find it disturbing. <laughs> I, I have... ASMR, I have the exact opposite reaction to it. It's than like the, nails than, on a chalkboard? I find it very creepy. Mm -hmm. Like, the idea of a person in real life coming up and whispering shit in my ear, get the fuck away from me. Yeah. Talk from a reasonable distance. I had to do some research for this uh, episode, and uh, I, I, I found it to be uh, quite weird. Get away from me! It's kind yeah. of like an invasion of your personal space. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, but, so anyway. but any of that stuff, like, regardless of... Its intentions could that be an easy way to get banned? Yeah, we don't know. But watching this major website and its very outspoken audience constantly at war with a constantly changing meta, a moving target, it's pretty hilarious. Especially now that the farts are involved. What's yeah. next? Yeah, YouTube is very clearly defined. You can't show anything. We're adding a new category: uh, toilet <laughs> toilet streams. <laughs> toilet streams. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Anyways, over the weekend, two popular streamers, Amaranth. And Indy Fox. Who both, I believe, were in that hilarious lawsuit. Yeah. Uh, they have been known for their participation and popularization of what many view as sexually charged Twitch metas. They were temporarily banned for apparently crossing the line and finally going too far. Too sticky for Twitch. <laughs> Woo! During separate but similar ASMR streams. Uh, Amaranth spoke to Polygon about the ban, saying, quote, Twitch told her the reason behind the ban was sexual content. Prior to the ban, the streamer did an ASMR yoga stream during which she held various yoga poses and simulated the sound of having your ear licked using a microphone. Oh, God. Quote, I think I will have to be more careful. The atmosphere around moderation seems to be 
to let things fly until they are impossible to ignore. Now, to be fair, she's not the one that did the fart. Oh. Um, but yoga poses and yoga outfits is uh, kind of a, kind of a, a a pretty loose description of what exactly was going on here. Yeah, especially very very uh, deliberate camera work in yes. those streams. But hey, I mean, yoga is not easy. It's, a, it's and it's a good skill to have. You might learn something watching these ladies uh, contort themselves. And look, we're not the first to uh, make this known, nor will we be the last. And you probably already know it. Certain yoga poses can cause flatulence. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's uh, part of the body releasing itself. It, it is. There it, are there are yoga poses specifically for yeah, getting rid of gas. There's and poses cramps. that you know everyone uses. The like. Um, I don't know if it's what some Indian language. I think it might be Hindi, but all the all the names of the poses are in the original language, and they sound cool. But like the actual, they all have very literal names, yeah. and I believe there's at least one that literally just means like passing gas. Yeah. Anyways, back to back to ASMR, back the to ASMR a- part, back, and why back, that's. Uh... Let's go back to ASMR now. Hey, I got a question. Let's talk about some ASMR streams. Is this turning you on? Does this make you hot and horny? Oh God. <laughs> 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 ah, so yeah, you know what ASMR is. Twitch has had a separate category for those types of streams for a while. Some people find them relaxing. Some people enjoy the way those horrible sounds make them feel. And some people get real fucking horny from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Twitch meta after hot tip streams seemed to be to want to exploit, exploit the ASMR thing a little bit. The sexual side of it, with yeah. the plausible deniability, of, we're just doing some ASMR. Yeah, what's wrong with that? I'm just whispering. I can't control who gets a big old boner <laughs> from <laughs> yeah. listening to me talking to them. You ear. are what I want to. So these streamers there were licking and whispering things into very sensitive stereo microphones that not only mimic human ears, but also resemble them while wearing certain outfits and doing yoga poses. Yeah. Now look, okay, look. Cut, time to cut through the bullshit. Time to cut the cheese here. Uh, this is obviously done to get a reaction. Yeah. It is... Very hard to argue otherwise, but I'm sure there's an argument to be made there. We've defended it, saying that there are yoga poses that cause farting, and that uh, there are other reasons why you would do this. These streamers know exactly what they're doing. Yeah, like as we're all let's, aware. Let's not fucking beat around the bush. Everyone here knows exactly what they're doing. Yes. And you can have opinion on what they're doing, but... This whole, like, oh, what? Did I do? Come on. Yeah. Shut up. The controversy is literally marketing. <laughs> yeah. People get upset because a streamer does something sexual or attempts to push the limits of the rules. Clips and discussion go viral on Reddit and Twitter. The streamer gets more views. It works every fucking time. I, you'd think that people would be over this by now because it works so consistently well. I went from not knowing who the hell Belle Delphine is yeah. to just seeing her talked about all over the internet. For that bathwater thing, like a few years ago, and just mm-hmm. various other stunts where she she successfully pushed Twitch to the limit, and now makes like I don't know a million fucking dollars on OnlyFans. Now only has to push uh, to do one porno a year, except <laughs> yeah. for life. But uh, going back to like this being marketing, uh, uh, if you push it too far, a streamer will then get banned for finally going too far, and then of course that blows up on the previous previously mentioned sites, but also gets coverage from online news outlets like so and so was banned for this reason. Uh, then. Because of the news outlets getting involved, pressure is put on Twitch to respond. Twitch responds. Everyone hates Twitch's response because Twitch never does the right thing in the eyes of its viewers. Uh, Views go down for those streamers because clearer rules are set for whatever is happening. And also, that thing that happened 
isn't as controversial anymore, then streamers move on to the next thing that's going to bring in, in views and push the limits. And that's what's happening now. The ASMR streams consisted of virtually licking people's ears alongside some completely absurd acts like uh, Amaranth smashing into the mic while dressed as a horse. And of course, Indie Fox's goal of getting 700 subscribers so that she will fart into the microphone for viewers, that's absurd. But the goal is more views, more subs, more money, and they are getting it. On the meta side, this is sort of a form of edging. They're edging the Twitch uh, TOS. Yes. Seeing how, how close they can get the TOS to just ac actually bursting and exploding all over them, but seeing, you know, the longer the better. Yes. That's my kink, is uh, pushing terms of service just to the edge of its limits, seeing how long it takes to get banned. Yeah, and also, like, that would be a thing, is if, like, if, you know, two years ago, you're farting into a microphone, you've already jumped the shark. Yeah. you got to build up to it. So the content itself is edging the viewers yeah. into more extreme acts. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of layers to this. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, uh, the same arguments keep springing up again and again. This type of content is going to drive advertisers away. It's going to bring upon the downfall of Twitch. I don't know. Is that true? I mean, I, Twitch gives advertisers the ability to not run ads on certain categories because it does all come down to whether or not these types of streams will cause a large enough PR nightmare for the streaming service. Um, companies really don't seem to care what they advertise on Twitch until there's, or any platform, until yeah. there's a large enough PR problem for them in doing so. Yeah. So are women streaming in bikinis or licking microphones going to cause as much of a massive public outrage as like Logan Paul filming a dead body or PewDiePie doing a little Nazi shit? <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah. So far, that has not been the case. As of Tuesday, both those streamers were unbanned and back on the platform, licking that microphone again <laughs> with stream titles that indicate they're looking for the next big meta. Yes. Uh, so Twitch has not publicly responded or made a statement to the uh, this ASMR meta thing, nor have they updated their stance on farting specifically. So we're not sure what will happen next. We do know that friend of the show from way back, Sasha Gray, has already exploited the farting meta by using her mouth and a whoopee cushion to make farting noises for new subs. Yeah. So maybe the uh, full-on fart ASMR meta is the next step. Yes. What comes after that is anyone's guess. Let us know in the comments below what you think or want the next Twitch meta to be. I'm drawing a blank because, I look, look, they're way more creative than I am. I would have never thought that farting into a microphone sensually yeah. uh, for the sexual gratification of viewers would be a, a thing that people were interested in. But yeah. uh, there you go. Also, like, the reactions of people tuning into these streams. There's other, like, big streamers who are like, wait, hold on. What's going on over here? And they'll, like, tune in and they'll do their, like, live reactions to it. Are very funny. The, uh, the internet comment etiquette video from about a month ago about uh, hot tub streamers was very good. Okay, cool. Yeah, well, I'll leave a link to that in the description as well. So you can get a, a, a bigger grasp He on... had the, the, I think, the perfect take on it, which was just like, yeah, these women all know exactly what they're doing, but you look like a whiny little baby for uh, getting so mad about this. Look, it's a great business. Yeah. Business is booming. Really is. And business is boomers. They love this stuff. Business is boomers. Watch that, Twitch? You mean I can watch a young lady get a hot tub? Are you bathing, son? You want me to rub some oil on those shoulders? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Anyways. Yeah, so that was a lot of information about content metas, sex appeal, and flatulence. So let's take a quick second now to thank today's sponsor before we get into the rest of the news. And look who it is. It's Honey. Yeah. Trying to save you some money. Yeah, since you spent it all on things. We all shop online a lot. But did you know that you can make online shopping even better? You can with Honey. 
Honey is the free online shopping tool that saves you money online. Honey automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them directly to your cart, which makes online shopping finally feel as easy as it's supposed to be. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, a little box drops down and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds for it to scan for every promo code on the internet and then watch the prices drop. Yeah, I got, uh, like I said before, I got my... Uh, your hot dog? Dodger's <laughs> hot dog? My Dodger's hot dog. I uh, got a, a, a decent deal on that with some free shipping and a little coupon thing. But uh, really, chasing that honey gold again. Yeah. Waiting to get another gift card so I can take some money off of uh, something from uh, Fanatics mm -hmm. or uh, any of the other sites they use. So it's it's great. Even when even if there's not a coupon code, you can still earn that honey gold, and that goes towards a, a further discount sometime in the future. Oh. Uh, anyways, Honey has found its over 17 million members, over $1 billion in savings. They are saving the, the economy. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online, and they are adding more every day. Users love Honey. That's why it has over 100,000 five-star reviews on the Google Chrome store. Not using Honey is literally passing up free money. It's free to use. It installs in just a few seconds. Plus, it's now part of the PayPal family. Get Honey for free today at joinhoney.com slash itdaily or by clicking the link in the description below. That is joinhoney.com slash itdaily. Link again in the description down below. All right, back to the news now with an update on that GameStop stock saga that's been playing out since the beginning of this year when Wall Street bets rallied damn near everyone on the internet to buy stock in the video game retailer so that everyone could get rich, obviously, but also for the noble cause of punishing those large hedge funds who'd bet against a company that millennials had grown up with and had an emotional attachment to. Not my GameStop. Where am I going to get my pops? Look what they took away from me. <laughs> uh, mainly, though, it was for lulls, because in by encouraging millions of retail investors to buy into the GameStop hype, they would kind of financially destroy a bunch of soulless hedge funds who wanted to profit off of GameStop's demise. And it looks like that mm, has actually happened. The apes won. And at least one hedge fund has gone out of business. Yeah, from Gizmodo by way of the Financial Times, according to the FT, London-based White Square Capital took big hits during this period. A letter to investors obtained by the paper, as well as sources familiar with the fund's operations, indicated it will soon shut down its main fund and return capital after it has completed an investigation of its business model. However, one person, quote, close to the fund, told Financial Times that Wall Street bets and meme stocks weren't the ultimate cause of the fund's doomsday, as White Square made back a fair share of its January 2021 losses on GameStop, which hit a double-digit percentage. So, uh, yeah, sure, buddy. Definitely uh, not the fault of uh, Wall Street bets. Those double-digit losses, they definitely had nothing to do with this hedge fund shutting no, down. Coincidence. Uh, it would have been operating uh, completely normal uh, regardless. It's just... Uh, We're shutting down because our work here is done. <laughs> We're, our home planet needs us. All of our uh, investors, they're they are very happy. They're all rich now. Yeah. And that's they're, it. You know, I, I gazed upon, uh, you know, the stock market and, and cried for there were no more uh, stocks to left to short. Uh, <laughs> we have ruined every company. Yeah. Our job here is done. Either way, score one for Wall Street bets. Yeah. And uh, AMC is still surprisingly like, I, I expected AMC to tank like, after a couple days, but it's been two or three weeks of AMC. All the meme stocks are still doing high. fine. Yeah, <laughs> AMC's like, by the way, we're giving up free popcorn to everyone. Yeah. They opened it up for everyone. The the only one that I bought into a little bit that has absolutely not had anything happen is uh, Nokia. Mm. Wait, waiting for my handful of shares of Nokia to get, get juiced. There you go. AMC's about to have the best week in a year and a yeah. half because uh, Fast and Furious is the first blockbuster that's hitting theaters. And it's uh, they're going to be swimming in it. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Anyways, now for an update on Jeffrey Bezos 
Mr. Bezos with a new, much better, much more realistic petition, which has even more support than the last one. In case you missed one of last week's episodes, we covered a very stupid petition which demanded that the world's richest man, Jeff Bezos, buy and eat the Mona Lisa. We had a little bit of fun figuring out whether or not it would even be possible for him to do such a thing and whether or not it would have any effect on the divergent timeline that we're currently living in. Yeah. But in the wake of that petition, a new one was launched. Actually, two separate petitions with the same goal. Yeah. A goal that everyone seems to agree on. Do not allow Jeff Bezos to return to Earth. <laughs> two separate petitions with, the, with petitions with the exact same goal with both varying degrees of great support. Yeah. So as you're all aware by now, Jeff Bezos, his brother, and some yet-to-be-identified person who paid $28 million for the opportunity to join them will be heading to space via Bezos' Blue Origin rocket, which, yes, absolutely looks like a penis, yeah. in just a few short weeks on July 20th, a date that commemorates the Apollo 11 moon landing. Uh, if everything goes as planned, his rocket will push the passenger capsule some 340,000 feet above the Earth, providing its passengers with a breathtaking view of our planet and around three whole minutes of zero gravity before starting its descent. But uh, that last part is what has people upset, because according to two petitions signed by at least 120,000 people total, once Jeff Bezos shoots himself into space, he should fucking stay there. Yeah. Don't come back. No. Again, these petitions are absolutely pointless. There's no governing body that will look at this and decide not to allow Jeff Bezos back to Earth. Yeah. Nor is there anyone piloting the spacecraft that could make a last-second decision to go rogue and shift gears and peel off further into space instead of returning. The flight is completely autonomous. Yeah. Um, still, it's yet another funny petition that shows just how unlikable this guy is by getting 120,000 people to happily sign off on his demise. Mm -hmm. Having said that, if anything does go wrong with the launch and the orbit, um, the blame will be placed squarely on the shoulders of anyone who signed this petition. So be careful, otherwise the FBI will snatch you up quicker than a Capitol rider. Yeah. What did you know and when did you know it? Yeah, I signed it. <laughs> How did you know Jeff Bezos was gonna explode in space while everyone watched? Is this your signature right here on this change.org petition? Clearly, you had an effect. Because as we've explained before, the tipping point is real. Mm -hmm. Enough people focus on something, it'll happen. It's the secret. Yeah. Uh, anyways, finally today, it looks like we have failed as a country once again because the U.S. is going to fall short of its 4th of July vaccination goal set by the Biden administration of getting at least one dose of a coronavirus vaccine into 70% of the entire population. Now, to be fair, this country has done a better job than even we could have expected with the goal of 70% actually being met when you only count adults 30 years of age or older, which is great because those are the ones that are most at risk. Yeah, anyway. yeah. But overall, we missed the mark. And you already know why that's happening, so there's no reason to keep talking about it. It, it appears as though no lottery or giveaway is strong enough to convince the anti-vaxxers that they should protect themselves against this very real, very deadly virus. Uh, they've made up their minds. They've accepted the fact that they're either going to get lucky or rely on the herd immunity brought on by everyone else or actually just get extremely sick, potentially die, instead of getting a shot that takes two seconds and provides you with the security that even if you do contract the virus, the symptoms will be minimal and your chance of survival is monumentally better. There's every day there's a new story of breakout, vaccinated person. Fine. Yeah, there was Unvaccinated one, there was one uh, in Manatee County. Yeah, Florida. A, a government office, like the entire IT department got coronavirus. Two died. Two people fucking died. The only person in that room who had no symptoms and didn't get infected was the one person, that entire office, that wasn't vaccinated. 
Yeah. But it's a whole office of unvaccinated people just. Bleh. But that's the Give thing. You can, you can, uh, there's, you can already see the tides of, of uh, reaction online changing to be that the vaccinated people are the ones that are infecting the wow. unvaccinated. Yeah. It's, there's no bounds to the stupidity. That story was especially crazy because, like, it's Florida. So even after that, they all they did was, like, put up a sign saying, like, please wear a mask. Yeah, no, wasn't we, it like we a can't. week later they were like, yeah, it's open. I mean, we can't, We literally cannot bar like, people from listen, coming in. Uh, if you're thinking about getting the vaccine, uh, we can tell you how to do that. But anyway, carry on. There's uh, a big RIP thing going on. to those people that died. <laughs> yeah. If you, here's their GoFundMe. Go scan the QR code. Yeah. Uh, there's a huge issue right now with apparently uh, cruise ships that, uh, you know, carry people out of Florida. Uh, and they're trying to be like, yeah, it's fine. Mm. Just bring the cruise ships over there. And that'd be another thing where it's like, well, if the cruise ships weren't registered in islands that were tax avoidance shelters, yeah. then maybe you could have some control over it, I yeah. guess. Anyways. Yeah. So while the United States is trying seemingly in vain to convince these holdouts to get their damn shots, a world leader who has appeared multiple times on our show has a different plan to make sure his, his citizens get the jab. Rodrigo Duterte is going to throw your ass in jail if you don't get vaccinated against the coronavirus, which, um, I, look, not That's a bit much, not exactly ideal at all, yeah. a bit, a bit autocratic, but he's also threatening to inject citizens with a drug made for animals if they refuse the COVID vaccines. Oh my God, this, is, this guy's pure chaos. Yeah. So yeah, just like every other extreme position this guy takes, this has the potential to get real bad. Mm -hmm. uh, here's Reuters. Philippines President Rodrigo Duterte, frustrated by the slow pace of COVID-19 vaccinations in his country, threatened people who refused to get inoculated with jail or an injection of ivermectin, I, an anti-parasite drug widely used to treat animals. Ivermectin, uh, or mectin has been touted as an alternative treatment for COVID-19, but U.S. and European regulators and the World Health Organization have recommended against it. Quote, you choose vaccine or I will have you jailed, Duterte said in a, te said in a televised address late on Monday, following reports of low turnout at several vaccination sites in the capital of Manila. But for as long as you are here and you are a human being and can carry the virus, get vaccinated. Otherwise, I will order all the village captains to have a tally of the people who refuse to be vaccinated. Because if not, I will have Invermectin meant for pigs injected into you. All right. Cool, man. Uh, I don't think it's really going to uh, boost the popularity of the vaccine with people here in America who are like, no. but this guy's nuts and he's telling people to do it. No. So, I mean, yeah, this is kind of interesting because this guy's, Duterte's whole appeal was with like law and order uh, conservative type type people, mm -hmm. but now he's he's pushing these vaccines. He's doing basically the the thing people imagine Joe Biden in their brain is going to do. Yeah, and he's uh, actually doing. It. <laughs> but I think when it comes down, it. I mean, the this alongside the best argument I could probably make with uh, a family member who is against getting the vaccine or anyone is like, why would a specifically America, a capitalist society, want to kill off the entire like the entire population of people who are spending the most money and supporting the entire economy. Really makes you think, doesn't it? Yeah, like, it, what? That does, like, it doesn't have to make sense. It's just yeah. provocative. <laughs> it gets the people not going yeah. to the vaccination sites. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we'll see how that turns out for the Philippines. In the meantime, watch our most recent episode of Weekly Weird News over here. We also have an episode of News Dump. Check both of those out, and we'll see you soon for Tech News Day. See you then.